and welcome. You're listening to Help with Ashley Yagi, where I share shortcuts to success for optimal mental health, meaningful relationships, and living the life God is calling you to. Because don't we all need just a little help now and then? I know I sure do. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, my friends. Are you ready for another life-changing resource this month? I am excited to wrap up our underlying issues that lead to conflict and contention in our relationships series, and I'm excited to end with this amazing resource. And as I prepared this podcast, thinking of this resource made me teary because my life has been changed by this so much, and I believe it is a hinge point for whether people progress or get stuck. The resource is the fourth step of the Addiction Recovery Program of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or before that was ever a thing, the 12-step program of Alcoholics Anonymous, or AA, along with the subsequent steps. So step four, as worded by the Addiction Recovery Program, simply states, quote, make a searching and fearless written moral inventory of yourself, end quote. So we write down everything from the past that we're not super proud of. (laughs) We all have things from our past that we regret or that continue to haunt us, things that are unresolved. And this is a huge detriment to our current and our future happiness, and it inhibits our ability to form deep and abiding relationships. It contributes to low self-esteem, imposter syndrome, defensiveness, walls, and limits our access to the relationship and blessings God has for us. We need to clear out the clutter. We need to face it, share it, and resolve it. The AA website says, quote, Writing down a moral inventory is intended for you to confront the issues you've been avoiding so that you can let them go and move on, end quote. We want to let them go, move on, and enter into something far greater. And this can happen as we do those steps. The Addiction Recovery Manual says, quote, Before we could confidently rely on the Savior, we needed a framework through which he could help us sort out our past honestly. Step four provided that framework. The inventory of your life will be most effective if you write it. You can hold a written list in your hands, review it, and refer to it when necessary. Unwritten thoughts are easy to forget and distractions can easily interrupt you. As you write your moral inventory, you will be able to think more clearly about the events in your life and you will be able to focus on them with less distraction. Some people try to avoid writing their moral inventory, feeling embarrassed or fearful about their writing ability or about someone else reading what they write. Don't let these fears stop you, end quote. I have seen that happen. People don't know how to approach this step, so they just never approach it. They never start. It doesn't have to be any certain way. It does not have to be perfect, but just get started. A searching and fearless inventory means we don't hold back. We get it all out there. And we continue to add to it as we think of more things that we need to resolve. Most importantly, we need to be gentle with ourselves as we go through this process. We need to remember that these things are in the past and we were likely doing the best we could at the time. And this was the journey that we had to take to get to right where we are right now. Right? This is the journey that we had to take to get to right where we are right now. Once we have an inventory... Step five is that we share it. We want to find a safe person to share it with. This allows us to become free from any need to hide. 
We want to let go of fears that if people really knew who we were, they'd reject us. We want to be free from fear of judgment. This needs to be a living, breathing person. Step five also says we confess it to God as well. But it can't just be him. It has to be somebody in front of us. Choose someone who has a clear understanding of the all-encompassing power of the atonement of Jesus Christ and who you know sees the good in you. Pick your person carefully. Is it someone that you can trust with this? If not, find somebody that you can. Uh, Again, from the Addiction Recovery Program Manual, it says, quote, We did honest and thorough inventories in step four, but that was a private experience. We were still left alone with the shame of the past. Not until we took step five were we able to throw off the shackles of our isolating secrets and gain some perspective on ourselves and the past. Once we honestly and thoroughly completed step five, we were left with nothing to hide. We outwardly demonstrated our desire to, quote, give away all our sins, end quote, that's from Alma twenty-two eighteen, so that we could receive a greater knowledge of God's love and the love and support of many good people who rallied around us, end quote. Have you seen this experience in someone else's life where they open up about their hidden secrets and all of a sudden there's this healing that takes place, especially in that individual, but in families and other people and invited to come in and share with that person being real about imperfections, some really neat experiences. So uh, highly encouraged. (laughs) The person that I shared my list with was my bishop. And it was a positive experience for me. And after the fact, as I remembered more things and made more mistakes, because that's going to happen, right? I was able to resolve those things too as they came. This is a continual process. Once we learn how to clear it out, acknowledge it, be open about it, uh, confront it, uh, we resolve it. That's the process. As we remember things from the past or make new mistakes, we can make an immediate plan to resolve it. This process of freeing ourselves from the bondage of the past and making amends however we can gives us the space we need to grow and the space for happiness and joy to enter in freely, unencumbered, and allows us to build relationships through authentic, genuine, deep connection. Doesn't that sound nice? It is nice. The Addiction and Recovery Program Manual says, quote, Completing an inventory will take time. There is no need to rush through it, but you need to get started. Where you begin is not as important as eventually examining your past as far as your memory and the Lord's inspiration will take you. Just write as memories come into your mind. What you write is private and you will share it only with a trusted support person you will prayerfully select when you take step five. Your inventory is about you and your relationship with yourself, with God, and with others. As you gather courage to see yourself as you really are, God will open your eyes and you will begin to see yourself as he sees you, as one of his children, the divine birthright. Take this step and keep your eyes on that birthright, end quote. Our Father and our Savior Jesus Christ love us completely and perfectly, just as we are. They're not waiting for us to resolve things from our past. They're not waiting for us to reach some level of perfection or to be different than we are, just as we are right now. In the words of Elder Holland from the talk, The Other Prodigal, he says, quote, Brothers and sisters, I testify that no one of us is less treasured or cherished of God than another. I testify that he loves each of us, insecurities, anxieties, self-image, and all. He doesn't measure our talents or our looks. 
He doesn't measure our professions or our possessions. He cheers on every runner, calling out that the race is against sin, not against each other. I know that if we will be faithful, there is a perfectly tailored robe of righteousness ready and waiting for everyone. Robes made white in the blood of the Lamb. May we encourage each other in our effort to win that prize. End quote. And the promises from doing this from President Nelson a year ago in conference. He said, quote, My dear brothers and sisters, with all the pleadings of my heart, I urge you to get on the covenant path and stay there. Experience the joy of repenting daily. Learn about God and how he works. Seek and expect miracles. Strive to end conflict in your life. As you act on these pursuits, I promise you the ability to move forward on the covenant path with increased momentum despite whatever obstacles you face. And I promise you greater strength to resist temptation, more peace of mind, freedom from fear, and greater unity in your families. God lives. Jesus is the Christ. He lives. He loves us and he will help us. Of this I testify in the sacred name of our Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Amen. So my summary in 60 seconds or less today is this. We all have things from the past that need resolving. We all have things that we're not happy about that we've done. We all have regrets. And those regrets can really, those past uh, mistakes can really inhibit our ability to be vulnerable with people or to build lasting, deep relationships. They keep us in this defensive place where we're trying to hide things. And that blocks relationship. It blocks uh, peace, the peace that we are seeking in our lives and the peace that Heavenly Father so uh, deeply desires for us. So we can take the steps from the Addiction Recovery Program or the AA Program to write down a moral inventory of our life, write about the things that we've done that we want to resolve, we want to let go of. And as we do this and acknowledge those things and share them with a trusted person, we can let them go and make amends where we can and move forward unencumbered to far greater things. If you have any questions about this, you can refer to the Addiction Recovery Program. There are many missionaries serving in that program. You're also welcome to reach out to me, and I wish you well in your journey through this step. Remember, it does not have to be perfect, and it does not have to be in a certain time frame, but please get started because it can transform your life. Like I said, it can be a hinge point for people. So I hope you can have the courage to take a searching and fearless written moral inventory of yourself and the next step, the courage to share it with somebody, somebody trusted, and you'll see the blessings for doing so. You can end conflicts and end contention and build relationship, build peace and joy. And I share these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening. Subscribe and share to keep these episodes coming. The content shared is for educational and informational purposes only. It should not be used for diagnosing or treating a mental health problem. 